0: This is the Umbrella Academy podcast on TV Podcast Industries. We're discussing Umbrella Academy Season 2, Episode 4, The Majestic 12. Luther, I never gave up
1: on
2: you. Any of you. I I just assumed Five would come back eventually, but the last time he jumped...
1: Yeah, he, he was gone for years, I know. I just, I needed something to hold on to. And Ray gave me that.
0: No one gets to tell us how to deal with the end of the world. Right? Not even each other. Welcome back, fellow Academy alumni. This is TV Podcast Industries, and we're talking about The Umbrella Academy, Season 2, Episode 4, The Majestic 12. I'm one of your hosts, Derek.
1: I'm one of your hosts, Chris.
0: Hello there, fellow brollies. I am one of your other hosts, John.
2: <laughs> broly dollies. That's broly dollies, that, yes. Yes, yes. Or brollies for short. I did find
0: <laughs> another uh, Umbrella Academy podcast, which is really good, called uh, brolly Buddies, uh, which I really liked. Yeah. So a uh, good podcast there, guys. I'm really enjoying listening to that one. So uh, yeah, there you go, John. So uh, so there are some other brolly buddies out there.
2: Yes, but they are also brolly dollies. They're also brolly dollies, yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yes, welcome Broly Dollies and fellow Academy alumni. We are TV Podcast Industries, and if you want, why not pop over to patreon.com slash Industries to get all of our episodes first with some exclusive goodies. Ooh! Or you can head over to tvpodcastindustry.com to subscribe to all of our podcasts on any good or evil podcast player, catcher, or anything you want. Yes, get it all, get it there, but get it first on Patreon.
0: There you go. There you go. Let's get into our discussion about episode four of this season. The episode's directed by Tom Verica. He's directed TV shows like Grey's Anatomy, but he's still probably best known as playing Viola Davis's husband, Sam, on How to Get Away with Murder. John, you were obsessed with that yeah, show. Yeah, I really
2: like that first season. Uh, I kind of dropped uh, away from it, but uh, yes, I do remember Tom Verica as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Viola Davis was uh was fab absolutely
0: uh, brilliant in that. In that show. Yeah. yeah definitely definitely it
2: also had the dude from
0: um uh harry potter as well one of the uh kids from Hogwarts. Right. Yeah, yeah can't remember the I'm name you were absolutely obsessed every time i came into a room when i wasn't watching a show john would be watching like three episodes of that back to back so uh, so you probably know him very well but he's directing this episode so kind of cool
1: interesting on a complete aside dudley the really short, fat, evil cousin
0: <laughs> from the
1: very first Harry Potter is the main villain in the Old Guard. Yes, yes, which he is, is Greg Rooker's uh, one, which we haven't discussed. It's very good. Go watch it. Mm-hmm. That is my a side note. Anywho,
0: continue. It did take Eric, me about an hour to place him as well. I yeah, going. he has changed. He, has. he,
1: I think, I think the kids calling glowing up. Yeah,
0: yeah. I yes, think, he grew up. I think by the grew time they were filming floating. the last Harry Potter, he had to, they had to put him into a fat suit because he'd lost so much weight. He'd just grown out, <laughs> of, the, out of the teenage weight, basically. But, uh, but That anyway. is
1: my excuse, and I'm sticking to it. I'm in a fat suit. It's, <laughs> it's my birthday fat suit, but it's still a fat
0: suit. I like it, Chris. I like it. Um, back to this episode of Umbrella Academy. Uh, the teleplay for this episode was done by Bronwyn Geraghty. Uh Done lots of sci-fi, so lots of sci-fi credentials from her. Um, she did Under the Dome, uh, The Returned, and Outlander. So, uh, so three big thi- sci-fi shows that she worked on on the past and now on to umbrella academy john do you want to tell us what they gave us with your synopsis for the episode sure while allison searches
2: frantically for her husband ray chestnut vanya contends with a crisis at the farm and five diego and lila crash a party at the mexican consulate
0: Oh, coming back into play yeah i like the idea that that's is connected directly to them finding that uh, invite to the mexican consulate so they know they know where they need to go to catch up with uh, with sir reginald
1: also known as good old dad
0: yeah 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 pops also, <laughs> Reggie. I noticed in this episode, he's, uh, there he's He is called Reggie by some people. That <laughs> he's a man of many names, yes. Sir Reggie. Yes, mm-hmm. Sir Reggie. You are allowed to call. Oh him my Reggie.
1: god, I'd love to be called Sir Reggie. <laughs> just, actually, I just want to be called Sir.
0: Sir Chris would be quite good. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, Chris, do you want to take us off with your uh, main moment from this episode?
1: Very quickly, it's the we are we're given the origin of Lila. Mm-hmm. Um. It's it's not what I expected. Okay. Um, and I am already calling it. Five was involved, but he doesn't know. Ooh, yeah. Um. So we get this flashback moment. We're given jumped back into the early nineties. I think it's nineteen ninety three or something. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. And it's in the UK in and London. In London, London, in it,
2: London. Uh,
1: see, I can do accents sometimes. Mm.
0: Um, we, you know that was quite good on your on your skelkers.
1: Yeah, thank you, thank you. <laughs> we see the handler there for when what probably when she wasn't the handler when she was an agent as well. Yeah, uh, basically they do a hit. They kill two uh, mother and father and they find, she finds a child. The reason I think five was involved before I get into the rest of the origin Mm -hmm. is she is joined by a male figure in black, uh, in a lovely black suit, but we do not see his face and it is obviously obscured. Yes. Like, obviously obscured. Definitely.
2: Um, yeah, and he does the killing. This operative as well. He yes. is the main trigger
0: squeezer in this operation. Definitely, definitely. Yes, yeah. she definitely likes to uh, to pass on the work to other people. Um, I was wondering whether it might have been Hazel because we've seen him in the black suit before. Uh, obviously, yeah. all the way through season one. But Hazel's partner was Chatta, so uh, unlikely that he was also partnered with uh, with the handler but maybe he was you never know they may have uh, may have worked together for a short time before she became the big boss uh but yeah i think you're right there's a reason it's being obscured maybe it was just we don't want to get into the details of who this person is (laughs) but it
1: could be something as simple as that i just take it as more in that they the way that this is all kind of being set up That in season one, the handler found five when he was a boy, took him in, trained him. They probably were partners for years before she became the handler. So there, there's going to be a bit of a need there, Mm -hmm. like in terms of from a character development, maybe like that. Leela is doesn't recognize five for being five because he was much older an old man yeah. uh, or at least a middle-aged man when they met
0: yeah but she instantly knows she hates him basically <laughs> yes. and that's what we seem to and see and everyone
1: hates their stepdad oh, come on definitely. it's it's universal tv trope <laughs> and you know how much i love tropes uh-huh. um but then we just get a nice kind of montage uh of Leela like going to her first what we assume is a prom and it turns out to be her first ever killing Mm -hmm. uh, which is kind of cute i suppose i guess Um, i guess
0: so i must say i did absolutely love the obstacle course or the assault course with the assault rifles that would (laughs) be the best way to describe (laughs) it it just made me laugh with the handler with their cigarette or a cigarillo out of her mouth while she's shooting this uh, AK-47. Definitely. Of course. Hilarious.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I really enjoy this. I know I usually jump and kind of go, oh God, flashback scene or origin. Eh. Um, just because it's been done. A lot of them have been done in flashbacks so many times. But what I really think that this was done in a fun umbrella academy way absolutely i think that's the best it it was written in a hey we're not gonna bog you down in a very dramatic origin story flashback Mm -hmm. this is gonna be a fun over the top uh kind of here's everything you need to know done we're good we're good we good let's move on very
0: umbrella academy pre pre pre-credits credit sequence as well uh and also I guess if you want to adopt the child of someone you've murdered, give them some ice cream because she seems to forget all about the parents that were murdered basically in front of her uh, and lives with the handler for the rest of her life. She really does, doesn't yeah. she? Like she certainly uh, heard the gunshots because she's only like hidden in the walls, like watching on. She's not like in a different room or in a different country or anything. So, um, so yeah, ice cream.
2: Yeah, like she's not a baby. She is kind of an infant. Yeah. So you're kind of wondering, does or, she or, remember yeah. anything or are there special. Kind of like Men in Black type things mm-hmm. that the the Commission have to to be able What's to stop her from remembering. Here.
1: Stockholm Syndrome, that where could, you yeah. fall in love with your uh, kidnapper, um, that could be quite similar. Maybe, um, maybe.
0: Well, yeah. Can maybe. I can I tell you my interesting fact about Stockholm Syndrome? Since you mentioned it, right, go on then. Go on. The ac- go on. Actually, there's no proof behind Stockholm Syndrome. It was made to discredit a woman that they want to discredit in a particular case. They made it sound like she was in love with her kidnapper to discredit her. So the uh, the actual theory of Stockholm Syndrome doesn't exist. It was made up by somebody trying to discredit a woman that was involved in a situation. There you go.
1: It's there you go. Wow. So welcome to the podcast within a podcast of Umbrella Academy, where we deep dive psychological terminology.
0: <laughs> <There you go. laughs> no, I don't uh, think we do. Next though. up.
1: Uh, Dublin Syndrome, where technically you're stuck in a house and you kind of like it, but you don't like it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dublin's a bit of a shithole, but it's not really a shithole. It's better than some other countries. We're going to disprove that next.
2: (laughs) Along with Cabin Fever and the Red Mist. Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But yes, gentlemen, that is kind of my major point. I really just enjoyed the way they handled this origin sequence.
2: Definitely. Um, it
1: It was in, it was out. Um, But at the same time, again, just that fun humour that four episodes in, I'm really so happy we're back kind of getting from Umbrella Academy.
2: Yeah, and it also just immediately goes into... The hotel room where they're kind of having pancakes and champagne which sounds absolutely gorgeous um and uh you kind of it's it's a nice little bit of intrigue where um, the handler says to Leela, you must protect number five at all costs Mm -hmm. which is kind of not what i was thinking uh, um that she was going to say so Mm -hmm. you know certainly given she almost farted going into the uh The uh, oven and then (laughs) she was put there because of number five effectively through his machinations okay it was hazel that gave the the shot but ultimately she kind of was undone and and certainly uh with the last uh episode where she has aj the fish and Mm -hmm. and herb then she's kind of come
0: down a few pegs really Uh, so i i kind of thought that was interesting see where that goes now yeah, absolutely and just kind of a comment on, on um something you mentioned last time chris about whether she has fallen for diego you know you see a little suggestion from the handler that she can go and kill diego if she wants to um if she wants to like relieve the tension of not being able to kill anybody uh, and she kind of refus refutes that and there's definitely a moment which i'm sure we'll talk about where she has the opportunity to save diego and she does seem a bit torn about whether she'll save him or not um so
2: we all love diego i have to say i'm really enjoying diego's uh character Mm -hmm. so far this season more than uh more than season one to be honest um but i just think it's great it's tragic it's funny it's empowering mm-hmm. it i'm loving what david castaneda is is bringing uh in in this
0: season mm-hmm.
2: uh, it's so good uh, and the yeah. long hair is cool as well <laughs>
0: i think everybody got an upgrade this season i think that can only come from having a first season where you set the baseline of who the people are and then give them all an upgrade um Almost every character gets great lines and gets good moments, even so far, these four episodes. Um, is that kind of your first point? Chris? That's really moment? it. Yeah. That's
1: really it for the, my major point for this. Um, John, I believe you're up next in your big moment for this episode.
2: Yes, carrying on from the fish theme, uh, of, uh, the last episode, there's going to be a seafood tower. <laughs> uh, yes, that is number five. Diego and Leela infiltrating the Mexican consulate to try and get to old daddy kins. Mm-hmm. Uh, and dare I say it, the, the, I suppose this, the majestic 12 that are in, in the room having a meeting, this kind of covert secret, um, shadow organization. No idea. What they're doing um but certainly it doesn't look great it's certainly not open uh, and transparent <laughs> as we would like so but i love um i love this uh just whole infiltration by by these three you know we we get this moment where uh you have number five questioning leela you know who is this we um uh you know you go first um i'm certainly not Trusting you at this moment. Oh yeah. And then, as you mentioned that that moment where there, there's the fight uh, along the corridor mm-hmm. um, with the the Swedes who have also infiltrates. Um, and I just loved that. I loved the moment where it's all bouncing backwards and forwards. Number five loses his abilities, kind of run out of juice to be able to do those short hops um, in in space. Uh, and time to to get the the large Swedes. You have Leela, yeah, torn protect number five at all costs or save the you know the flame that's twinkling away in her heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it, it's all just really nice. Diego kind of getting um, himself handed on a plate by the the two Swedes, um, but ultimately ending up. with there's a real nice tracking shot where Diego. Oh, I can't yeah. remember the music, but you just go. You see. Uh, diego fighting the lead swede and um, yeah that, that rhymes uh the the, the the lead swede uh and you just see it in the windows uh as he gets uh sort of taken down yeah um, and and I, I thought that was really really good absolutely the music was
0: kiss i was, was for it. loving you baby yeah.
2: yeah i loved it i thought it was a really nice moment um and uh but we also as well in in the Mexican consulate, we get to see Grace. Um, and, yes, we do. Uh, I presume a real-life, non-machine Grace, um, but uh, I just loved um, Diego's awkwardness, Absolutely. where he he comes up to her and goes, like, hi, mum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and she goes, that's not a way to crack onto someone. Uh, and I just think it's really... Because, you know, from season one, th- there's that little special uh thing between diego and grace because she you know she helped him uh combat his stutter Mm -hmm. uh, and um i just thought this was really really nice and you see you see him seeing her across the room whilst they're having that uh whilst him and lila are having that dance um, and and it's just a really nice interaction that Gives the sense of awkwardness of Diego seeing his mum, probably yeah. thinking she's quite uh, a
0: fox, well, um, she and she looks exactly yeah. the same as she did when he was No, left I know, the last but last time he saw her, so I don't think he's thinking that. No, she's probably thinking that about Diego,
2: maybe. <laughs> um, but the awkwardness that he brings to the whole situation—you like, just brought a lot more awkwardness to that I situation. Probably did, actually, yeah. <laughs> Looking at his, well, it's just the you know the sense of. Seeing his mom again, right? Um, I think you this, know, this would be called rather the, than the foxy mom. Yeah, I suppose, I yeah, think this okay. would be called
0: the Oedipus complex, John, where you know you want to sleep with your mother and kill your father. That's exactly what he's doing. If it's if it's going down your path, well, <laughs> but I don't and, think so. And
2: there's an element of truth though. He certainly does, wants to kill his his he father. Yeah, yes, yes, he does. And so maybe not necessarily make love to his mother, yeah. but.
0: Maybe yes. Now that she's biological, yeah. I Assuming don't think so. that she is, who knows? God, if people had a problem with uh, with Allison and uh, and Luther getting together, <laughs> they definitely have a problem with the real version of his mom. Well, that's true. That's true. And
2: <laughs> anything on the Oedipus complex—is that fake or, or not fake? It's just our deep
0: dive sequence. Yes, a song. deep dive
1: series or podcast was, within a podcast. It
0: comes from a story that's written specifically about that situation, so <laughs> there is there is something true in it. Yeah, this historical
1: it's a, historical it's not, precedent. But, we may not say it's real, but this historical precedent. The
0: story was written to explain some uh, that particular situation. Yes, yeah, exactly. Um, okay. But it is very interesting seeing Grace here. She does have a Southern accent, so I did. I just like the little touch that we have, um, Sir Reggie. If he did in fact create robot mom based on this woman he took out her her southern american accent and gave (laughs) her an upper class british accent or a very a very much more upper class accent because this sounds like the kind of thing reggie would do is like "Mm, i love how she looked but maybe we need to give her a more different accent to fit in with taking care of the children but you're right she did provide all the emotional support for diego and for the family that their father wasn't able to do so a really important character to all of them uh, their mother and i'm sure for Diego in this scene, seeing his mother across her room, looking exactly the same as she did to him throughout his entire life. It must be a really freaky moment. For yeah, him, you know? <laughs> it
2: is a great interaction, mm. though, uh, for sure. Yeah. And, um, I, I, you know, I, th- I think as well as Diego's kind of going to the fact that she says so reggie is her date yeah. you know um so uh, yeah I, I just think this is really nice uh interaction between the two yeah, definitely. um certainly yeah. because it's something special uh connected as well back to the season one as well
0: exactly exactly great you i respect. do
1: very quickly just want to call out the majestic 12 link I, as a bit of an Area 51, like, conspiracy nut back in the day as a kid, mm-hmm. I love this, that they pulled in, that there's secret, the secret secret society of Majestic 12 pulling the strings in the US. It's just, it's a nice kind of cherry on top. They could have used Illuminati, mm-hmm. they could have used, and they're going back and they're using the correct... Li- the correct conspiracy to flesh out that timeline. Yeah. It's just a nice, and then they're weaving in that Reggie's in there and he's part of it. And there's a man, there's a man in black, um, in there, literally a man in black dressed like a man in black as well.
2: Yeah, I I love this as well, Chris. Um, I think as well, it was seeing the the G Men as well, the guy with the hat, the sunglasses, the trench coat. Mm. It was just so reminiscent of that, you know, that government operative, that agent, um, trying to blend in (laughs) and not really doing that great a job uh, about it. Really like that kind of reference to the G Men.
0: Yeah, and didn't didn't we hear the conversation? Part of the conversation they were having was about. The government are finding their landing sites as well. And, you know, back to season one, we learned that Reggie is actually an alien who came to the planet. So are all of the rest of the Majestic 12, are they all aliens behind uh, everything that's going on? Is that what they formed together or is there other things at play here? We'll probably learn more. But that was the conversation that uh, Five was listening into just before getting attacked by the Swede. So, um yeah, so an interesting Well,
2: Yeah, and the interesting thing is, as the Majestic 12, you know, recognize they've been compromised because, because of the big brawl happening in the corridor, mm-hmm. uh, as uh, Reggie and Grace make their way and leave, um, we do have number five sort of catching up with him and 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 just shouting out to him in greek and speaking greek mm-hmm. now i've no uh dare i say classical education uh, around uh greek or uh latin or or Roman, would you? No, probably not. Mm. Um, that's Latin. That? Um, there you go. No classical education. <laughs> you
0: didn't have to learn anything through like Latin or anything when you were in Oxford, no?
2: No, I, I didn't learn Latin at all okay. anyway through, o- other than maybe for some scientific names. Um, Embaric I'm. That's about as far as I go, really. I think even my
0: mom knows Latin from um, from scripture and and stuff when she was a kid. I think you had to learn all your all your stuff through Latin when you went to mass. Yeah,
2: um, no, didn't all learn gone, Latin all gone by art? All, all Greek, in in yeah. in all
0: honesty, not classical Greek then. No,
2: no, no Byzantine, right. no Russian, the
0: Cyrillic alphabet. No, yes, nothing like I mean, that. We definitely we don't know what that is. We'll probably find out what what that is. What he was trying to shout at his father. We'll probably find that out later. But uh, but an interesting one that he would choose. Uh, something in ancient Greek to share with his father. Well, It was all Greek to me. <laughs> it was. It was definitely uh, really good scenes though in in uh, in this consulate in the Mexican consulate with uh, everything going on. Um and yeah, definitely. Like the idea that Five has his eye on Lila from the first moment uh, that she's there. It's like, yeah. you seem like you know a lot. Uh, and Diego's also noticing it as well. There is that moment when Five goes off to explore the house and Leela's watching after him. And that's when Diego kind of drags her away to go dancing on the dance floor. Um, because he's, he yeah. realized that she has something there. So
1: it, yeah, it, it's really, it's a good end for this scene mm-hmm. and a good end to this episode as well
0: also the dance se- sequence is pretty cool I like that Leela takes oh, control yeah. and take goes like yeah. what am i supposed to do here i only learned traditional ballroom dancing where i'm in control because i'm the man kind of thing and Leela's like that's not what's <laughs> gonna happen here <laughs> really good still like her uh, even though we know she's about a bad guy uh, i still like her in the show so
1: yeah, it's interesting to see what they'll do with the character now mm-hmm. over the next while. Definitely. definitely. Um, but, so, John, I think that's the end of your yeah, point.
2: Yeah,
0: absolutely.
2: So,
1: Derek, what was your big point for this episode?
0: I just really liked the continuation of the storyline that we had with um, with Klaus trying to save Dave. Um, it just feels like such a big change to the character, almost, that he found his purpose towards the end of, of season one, going back to Vietnam and finding the man of his dreams, in vietnam and dave and now he's trying everything he possibly can to save dave but it also comes through klaus's thoughts and klaus's way of doing things as well i love how brazen he is just walking straight up to dave when uh when his uncle brian walks walks off to the bathroom uh and he's he says to him all of this information does this other data dump as to why dave can't go and join the army um but it, it just how it escalates i think is is really interesting you see Uncle Brian returning and instantly looking at Klaus in his hippie gear and instantly calling him queer, instantly telling him to get the hell out of his seat and then telling uh, Dave to punch this guy in the face, basically. Um, It just escalates and escalates. And you hear, as the argument's going on, you actually hear uh, Klaus plead with Dave, saying to him, I know you won't understand this right now, but in the future we will be in love. I know you're... you won't understand what's going on. I know right now this won't make sense to you, but we will be in love in the future. And that's when he gets punched by Dave to yeah. shut him up. And I just think it's so well put together, the scene. I think um the acting of Robert Sheehan, once again, is funny at times within a very serious scene, but he also really looks very hurt by what's going on, very hurt by the idea that he's being pushed out of the room. And he's also looking at things from the perspective of someone in 2019, back in 1960, with this horrible person like Brian who's basically telling him he doesn't deserve to be anywhere near uh, his family just because he's gay or just because he's he may not be straight I suppose would be uh, the Klaus is, is pretty open uh, in terms of sexuality but uh, but he's there to save Dave's life and Neither of them will listen to him really. But you can see he's slightly getting through today. There's definitely some recognition there in what and what yeah. Klaus is saying to him. Um yeah. that there is some kind of connection between the two of them there. Definitely. But I think the scene is really well really well put together.
1: Yeah, I agree. It's just a shame what happens next.
0: Absolutely, yeah, because we do have and I don't know why we completely missed it, probably because we watched all ten episodes of the first season really quickly and then did our recap podcast. But one of the things we kinda didn't comment on was Klaus has been dry since he gave up drinking towards the end of of season one with the help of Ben. Um, He's been completely dry, no drink, no drugs, Um, which was something that was central to his comedy side of his character throughout the first season. Now, it seems like he's moved into being this cult leader and using the the techniques that he's learned as a guru almost to kind of um, get rid of all the negative experiences that he was having instead of using drinking drugs but now because of being punched by dave at the request of his uncle um he's now gone back on a bender he's going off to to get drunk again he's going off to buy loads and loads of alcohol to uh to go back to the old place that he was in before that so yeah it's, um,
2: it's really good uh, yeah. not that i would be drinking neat gin that mm. is seems pretty grim um but uh yeah uh, this was really i thought it was really nicely done to mm-hmm. be honest um And I think in Klaus, you know, uh, Robert Sheehan really has that balance of a troubled individual Mm -hmm. with absolute, with a nice comedic edge, but also with a, you know, a a, that sensitive side that can show anguish, pain, disappointment, if you will, um, hurt uh, really nicely. It's a great characterization, um, and I think it really works. And yeah, that. And just moving into that other gear where he goes to the off license and takes a ton of of uh, booze off the shelves Mm -hmm. again is just you know it's just so nicely done. And I think just having the pair up with not with Ben as well being that kind of you know angel giving Mm -hmm. him guidance on the shoulder, even though he tends not to listen to him, but nonetheless, (laughs) I think it's a really great dynamic. And in a sense, that is saying klaus is his own devil he's his own worst enemy in yeah. that sense yeah.
0: Um, yeah absolutely and i love how it plays out that he gets back to his house expected to go on his five-day bender with all this booze and it turns out his cult has arrived <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. as he gets back it's like oh what am i going to do with this and then gets chased down the road dropping all of his bottles except for the one he has in his hand so he never got to go on that three-day bender but he has he has definitely gone a little way back down that path of uh, of drinking
1: again yeah. Shame, but hopefully towards the end of the season he'll have another redemptive arc. Mm-hmm. He'll 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 sober up again.
0: Yeah, yeah. But as I say, at least he's not drank the uh, the thirty or forty bottles that he bought on his own. Uh, so they're all smashed on the ground. So uh, so he's at least he just has that one bottle, uh, and off he goes. Uh, that's kind of the three big points from the episode. Do you want to quickly go through what's happened with the other members of the Umbrella Academy, uh, as we usually do? Yeah,
1: sure. Uh, I'll jump in very quickly on Vanya, mm-hmm. um, so we get uh, Vanya um, essentially going back, and her and Sissy having a bit of a heart-to-heart, mm-hmm. and uh, poor old uh, Harland um, discovers, as Vanya says she's going to leave, Harland overhears it and does a legger. Uh huh. Um, and oh my say, god, nerd. that boy is ten times faster than uh, I <laughs> yeah, thought possible. Uh-huh. Um, he's almost a bit of a flash on him because he's just like, by the time they get outside the door and onto the thing, he's already halfway down the road and turning a corner. I was like, "Hold on, did they did they stop to put their shoes on or a jacket?" <laughs> I was like, "What?" Just uh, anywho, he is halfway down the road. We hear a splash. Uh, And it turns out he is drowning in uh, a small waterbed kind of lake Mm -hmm. um, that you see in a lot of the places where in the US, uh, in the country where they'll always be, we need something. Well, well, let's have them jump into a quarry. No quarry. Let's jump into a lake. Cool. Cool. Mm-hmm. It's always convenient. <laughs> anyway, poor kid drowns. Uh, Vanya controls her power. Yeah, um, calls upon it, and much like Moses, parts the water, but less parting, more pushing back yeah. and up. Um, that was cool. Um, she effect. basically wonderbras yeah. the she wonderbras the water. It's <laughs> back and up, and uh, <laughs> manages to get Harland out of the water. Uh, starts administering CPR, mm-hmm. and this is the key part. Yes. A Firefly that we called out in Season 1, in our recap, the one that uh, that Sir Reggie releases into uh, the ether mm-hmm. before he gets on his uh, rocket ship, Um, essentially comes out of Vanya and into Harland. Yeah. So I did p- posit the question, were these Fireflies potentially... One of the reasons for the the powers, mm-hmm. um, could this kind of lend some lend some credence to potentially that that yeah. these fireflies, these sparkles, these globes of energy, yeah, do are are connected somehow to the special yeah where,
0: being special were they the the creation of all of the children that were born on the same day at the same time yeah um yeah. that was the that was the big question that we had at the end of season one and one of the things that I think has been left really weirdly unexplored in both the comics and in the in the tv show as far as i've read i'm not still not finished volume three of, of umbrella academy but it would feel like when you start when you start a narrative with on this day at this time 43 children were, were yep. born 43 children were born these seven of them formed the umbrella academy you would feel like the narrative of all of the rest of it would be where are the other thirty six? What happened to them? Where are the where, where are the other thirty six children? And it never it never even mentioned um no. at all. So
1: do you remember in the late toth- uh, late nineties, early two thousands, there was a comic book run called Rising Stars? Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, one of the yeah. best ones in the world, which is quite similar. Which is yeah. on this day there was a flash of light and. All the kids who were in Utro at that point yeah. were born with powers. Yeah, exactly. Uh, if you were a minute before, or a minute after, not in Utro, you never had powers. Yeah. It, it described that. It went into that and the repercussions. This seems like we're going to do something similar, but we're never going to touch it. Exactly. But now they're slightly touching it. And now it's just like, hmm, because yay, Harland lives. Yes. Vanya saves him. Uh, um, this, spec uh, gives him uh, this spec, this float, this gobbled this firefly, gives him back life if Mm -hmm. you will. Um, Will he now develop powers? Is he now special? Uh, Or was it just life force, energy, whatever you want to call it? Like,
0: is is Vanya even more powerful than we thought? We've seen the destructive power of Vanya throughout what happened towards the end of Season 1. We've seen a bit of uh, so far already in Season 2, but is this the opposite side of her power? Is she not only destructive, that she, can, create, that she yeah. can bring someone back to life? Because he's, yes. he's dead. Like he's she, There's yeah. no way that she's able to bring him back from this drowning until this firefly enters his Absolutely. body, and you can see it healing all around his throat and yeah. all around his head. So is that another power of Vanya's that we just haven't discovered? Yeah. Will she be able to do this and bring somebody else back to life of... Of our main Umbrella Academy as well in the future. Absolutely. Know? I mean, well, it, it's certainly a
2: distinct power mm-hmm. to the one of using sound to be able to do all these waves um, and yeah. that she can cough up a firefly yeah. or this energy force in some way. Or yeah. if it is hers, does that mean that she has now reduced lost her, her power, power or lost her power? Yeah. So that's the interesting thing here because it, it is, it's really very different to what we've seen before. It's another string to the bow Mm -hmm. of vanya or it is um or it's maybe a loss of her power possibly i don't know i think the other interesting thing is that she is able to As as i say she she does her power with taking the the water out of the 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 lake but um she also remembers that she's done that. She, okay. she sees that she's doing it. She's yeah. kind of in mild surprise and shock. So compared to the crop circle mm-hmm. in the maize field where she kind of wakes up and you certainly get the impression when number five reaches her, it's like, I don't know what happened. Yeah. So th- that's the other important sort of step on here is she remembers. She knows herself now. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. So there, that's the that's all of it. Uh, Do we want to move on very quickly to number one? Absolutely, yeah, definitely.
0: Just going from the opening scene where he's talking to Vanya. uh, Interestingly, he says she's the one that caused the apocalypse. (laughs) I have a little bit to do with it, but still is putting the blame on this woman who has no memory of it at all. Love, you know, even Five, who is pretty cold, uh, didn't tell her that she was involved in the apocalypse in any way. But Luther's telling her immediately, it was your fault. You did it. I had some kind of impact on
2: it. (laughs) I love that he just spills the beans. And I do like Vanya's Vanya's reaction to number five, where she goes, well, are there any more secrets? And number five just replies with a boatload of family secrets that I failed to mention. Uh, It's really, really good. Um, But Luther ultimately as well is having a very very bad day okay. he's lost his job he's kicked out of his bed seat mm-hmm. um, he's yeah he, he's he's met up with allison briefly he's seen her and um, and uh it, it kind of just reinforces uh his him going over to her house and meeting uh her husband ray mm. Um, so like he's just having a really really bad day but i do like the fact that with that bad day it's kind of he kicks back with elliot back at morty's and inhales the 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 old gas there of nitrous and um, and there's that real kind of creepy moment where his voice becomes really dark and evil and kind of <laughs> devil like as he turns to uh elliot and say uh, don't worry about your ex-wife each she egos she'll be dead in seven days we all will and it's just like and then they burst out laughing because they're high on uh the high on nitrous uh-huh. uh, so i i really really thought that scene was great just both of them wallowing in how crap everything is um and
0: yeah laughing about it yeah yeah, absolutely. Um, I did like the meeting between Luther and, and Allison. You know, I suppose Allison's side of the story uh, in this episode is her trying to find Ray, who ran away from her in the last episode. So, um, so she's turned down by Ray. Effectively, he thinks that she's some type of FBI agent yeah. infiltrating their uh, their group, um, which is so weird since she was so much in a leadership role of that group. But he can't explain why the uh, police officer would have walked away from her. Basically, that's kind of where where his understanding comes from why he thinks that she's yeah. um she could be working for the enemy effectively uh, and then she bumps into luther on the way back um and again i think the conversation actually goes really well i think they do reconnect very well i think i chose the line that he says to her about nobody gets to tell us how we deal with an apocalypse or the end of the world i think that's a lovely line from luther uh, his kind of good moment from the episode but he fo- kind of follows it up with it's happening again. It's about to happen again. We are going to have another doomsday, five told me. Uh, it's exactly the same situation we were in before we left. So nothing's really changed. So, uh, yeah, you're right. Luther probably does have a pretty bad day here.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. Um, but, gentlemen, I believe that is the end of this episode. We have come. We have done our notes. So first up, I will turn to you, Derek. What did you think about this episode,
0: Really enjoyed this episode overall. I Think it uh, moves everything along really well. Um, gives everybody a good, some good moments uh, throughout it. And I think there's some some really good deep uh, stuff going on, especially as I mentioned with uh, with Klaus uh, trying to save Dave, um, which is a bigger story than we saw in season one uh, for for the character. Um, a lot of season one was about trying to get them back together. This actually does have some individual storylines for each of the each of the characters. Again, I think they're doing. A great job uh, so far this season, building on what they created in season one. Uh, I think overall, so far, anyway, better season uh, as we're as we're going through it. What do you think, Chris?
1: I'm right there with you. Um, I'm they're moving this at a pace where I have yet to feel bored. Mm -hmm. I have my litmus test is do I pick my phone up during an episode. Um, like back in the old days when you'd watch this on cable, you'd have an ad break and that would be fine. I yeah. uh, I now understand it now. If something's not gripping me, I will pick up my phone at some point. It's just programmed into me. I have yet to pick up my phone for any <laughs> of these episodes. Um, so I'm glued in. I'm stuck there. I'm I'm happy with how they're progressing. Um, and I I just want to see more. And I'm in love with the writing and the, their their choice of. How to portray little things? Like they could have gone. They could have gone for the old-fashioned uh, flashback style dialogue, where it's like, "I'm going to explain it all, and we're going to flash back, and it's going to be dark and serious." But it's all done through the. We did get a serious origin for Leah, but it was done through a comedic lens, yeah. and uh, it was done yeah. in the, as I said, the very Umbrella Academy way. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, so, absolutely loved it, nice. John. What about yourself? What do you think of episode four of the Umbrella Academy?
2: Yeah, I'm there with you guys uh, for sure. Uh, I give this four and a half shrimp crowns Mm -hmm. out of five. Um, Yeah, I I just think it's really moving along really, really nicely. And I kind of like that they they just don't mind mixing things up here. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, what with, um, I suppose, the turmoil now for, for Allison. You've got the big thing of the episode with the, the Mexican consulates. Um, yet they throw in a little bit of, uh, backstory for, for Leela that ties into the end of the last episode. Um, you have, you know, changing things up. So, you know, Luther, number one, he is really continuing his fall from grace here. And I like that kind of sort of whole, thing with luther in this season uh, i'd like to see him uh wallowing a bit you know he kind of it's, it feels like he got it easy in season one because he was daddy's favorite mm. in right. a sense okay we knew that to be not the truth not be, yeah. exactly <laughs> but it seems like that even through uh space and time Uh, he that's still continuing that that kind of betrayal
0: in his mind it feels like he's Um, getting kicked when he's down constantly exactly (laughs) even when he tries to strike out on his own ignore everybody and go off and just do what he needs to do for himself he's still getting kicked
2: exactly and i'm kind of wondering whether diego and him are going to connect in because it was always diego the one being kicked even Mm. uh, in in season one and he still is being kicked in in season two but he's had what two, three years of being his own superhero mm-hmm. without the others. So he his confidence yeah. is kind of high despite the the same perception of him by his brothers and sisters. And um, so I really like that. And then also to see Grace there was really Absolutely. nice. I wasn't expecting that at all. Yep. Um. so um it's yeah, it's it's just really, really good. And loads of intrigue as well about, you know, like with Vanya, you know, has she lost her powers? What was that Thing uh, moving in to kind of basically resuscitate and bring life back to Harlan, um, you know all the all these different little things. You know the Majestic Twelve. What is that true purpose? Yeah. So
0: what is the Greek spoken by Number Five? Mm-hmm. So there's loads of things here that I think are are really really good. Absolutely. Wasn't there one thing that we didn't mention about the Majestic Twelve? Didn't they mention something about um, they were in hiding in the darkness until Kennedy shone a light? um so again another tie-in with with the assassination of jfk which is supposed to be happening in about two or three days time right so um so is the majestic 12 is that their reasoning for going after kennedy are they supposed to be killing him because of uh their the exposure of the majestic 12 but just a that was just a little drop line that was in there in the episode so uh yeah interesting stuff yeah good stuff uh, let's close out the episode as we usually do we're off to our Pop Quiz Pub Quiz. Yes,
2: it's Jack Ruby's Carousel Bar, and it's the Pop Pub Quiz. Mm. Yes. I might
0: need to find a new, new bar after Luther lost his job. We may not be going back to the Carousel Club again.
2: Well, absolutely. It could just be go down to your uh, local off-license and, and grab a brown bag and just <laughs> swig... Well, a big brown bag Mm for multiple litres of uh, hard spirits uh, like (laughs) Klaus. uh, Nip down to under a railway arch or or maybe a merry-go-round at your local park and get drunk as a skunk. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying I did that as a kid, but maybe I did. You do want people to answer the questions in our pub quiz, right? Yes. Okay. So here is the question, (laughs) uh, fellow brolly dollies. Uh, Yes, for episode Four. The question is: What do Luther and Elliot share together back
0: at Morty's? oh uh, Yes. Interesting. Ooh. One of these wonderful ones during the season where you've given out the answer a few times. In the I have. Episode.
2: Yes. Um. <laughs> some easy. Some hard. Mm-hmm. Um. Some dubious, uh, you know, so that is the question for episode four. What do Luther and Elliot share together back at Morty's? Excellent answers to feedback at tvpodcastindustries.com or lump them all together. Uh, and of course, send them in to avail of, well, the winner will not avail, but will
0: win, um, some great umbrella academy prizes excellent and feedback at tv podcast industries is the place to send all your thoughts about the umbrella academy we're going to be separating out a a feedback episode uh, later on in the in the season we are still recording these episodes before umbrella academies come out but we'll be putting in your feedback and talking about your feedback in separate episodes as they start to come into us hopefully you've been enjoying the series so much so far as much as we have Uh, we'll talk to you again next time on tv podcast industries
1: Yes, thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you very soon for episode five.
0: Yes,
2: thank you so much, fellow Broly Dollies, for joining us. Remember, keep watching, keep listening, and keep drinking.
0: (laughs) John looked really nervous about telling you to keep drinking. You can still say keep dry if you want to, John. No, always keep... I was going to say keep shrimping, but that sounds like a
2: sexual kind of thing that you do in (laughs) some kind of uh, swimming pool. Oh, God,
0: okay. That's uh, definitely not Oh, my God, okay.
2: I did not know where you're going yep. there, and now I'm just curious what... I don't oh know. God. No, like How... dogging, but it's just... It's like dogging, but in a pool, so they call it shrimping.
0: I don't know, something like
2: that. I don't know. I, know
1: I, I was just thinking about the shrimp tail. Is there something around the
0: tail? Uh, being... I just don't really want like... to go into this. No. Right, we will be back with episode five, Valhalla, next time. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.